Hey, welcome aboard the What the Pell podcast. Um, I'll just run you through stuff we've kind of already talked about. Awesome. Basically, the goal of the podcast is to keep things fairly casual and no kind of agenda or anything like that. But uh, I want to know a little bit, bit about you and get to know you better because we actually don't really know each other. No, you know what? The um, reason I wanted to go on this podcast is I was watching your your YouTube videos and your your whole fitness page. It was kind of yeah. weird seeing you with a shirt on now. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I was kind of watching your stuff there and. Um, yeah, like I was saying before, I saw this really funny video. You asking a guy, why'd you get into working out? Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know, it's for the girls. Yeah. And and then you're like, did it work? And he's like, no. And so, <laughs> so I, I just thought that was hilarious. And I kind of started watching you doing a bit of a podcast. Yep. And what am I, episode six or seven or however many you have in the queue, something yeah, like that? This is, this is going to be, I think this is going to be number five. Um, I just have to look through the ones. Kind of having this podcast and then the one with my friend there, oh, they yeah. kind of all get mixed up sure. in between. And as I post them, yeah. okay, where is this on the list? But yeah, I, I mean, that goes to say, actually, you know what? Before I touch on that, I want to intro- introduce you. Oh, What's yeah. your name, man? Um, I'm, I'm Travis. I'm from Winkler and uh, 29 years old. And I am very excited to be on What the Pell podcast. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do for work? I am a, I'm a realtor. I sell cool. homes, um, some commercial property, farmland, et cetera. Sweet. So kind of awesome. Gets me all all over the place. Yeah, so. that's that is. We'll talk about that. Um, one, yeah, one thing with like, I mean, the podcast or the YouTube or mm-hmm. even the Instagram pages. Um, other than the actual business page, which is personal training and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The goal is to ha- to kind of get the response that you said, like where you know that that his response was funny, yeah. But it was it was a real response. It was like yeah, just a this, genuine response, yeah. like kind of yeah, just because fitness can get can get. I mean, one, it gets super boring. You can only do so many things. Sure. And two, it's there's a lot of um, you know, like you were joking about before, like it's weird seeing you with your shirt off. There's a lot of vanity in it, and a lot of the same stuff. Yep. And it's really easy to present a certain image and one of the goals with the the page of the personal and all that is to present maybe that image which is a side of fitness Mm -hmm. but to also say hey you know what there's funny stuff in this there's dumb stuff in this and sometimes you're right sometimes you're wrong Mm -hmm. just don't take yourself too seriously yeah and you know what i think uh, you and i have very similar philosophies when it comes to comes to business because there's so many when it comes to let's even say realtors in the area right there's 40 some guys to choose from just to sell you a house and you know what they're all qualified yeah. and and i'm sure they'll all do a good job yeah right but um you know why should why should someone use you and especially as someone that's a bit newer with it well how do yeah. i set myself apart you know just yeah put on a tight suit and bleach my teeth and get on a billboard and that's the way to go like that's yeah. kind of not my personality so well the one thing i thought was funny when you pulled up today was i was expecting your face to be on the side oh yeah <laughs> yeah kidding. so you know what um that's that's part of the ad budget for next year so yeah you're gonna yeah you're gonna see my face all over you know what? i don't know if that's good for business i don't know either I, i've oftentimes thought that when i see the face i'm almost like depends on the face yeah yeah that's <laughs> a good on the face. Yeah. Yeah. you should just put someone else's face on there like just get like brad pitt put it on there yeah, not see, that you're not as good looking as well, brad pitt but i i know my limitations but you know it's uh one of those things i'm not i'm not really um even in conversation or in pictures, I'm not a big teeth smiler. Yeah. Right. And so then if it's just my 
blank face on the side of a car is kind of like saying buy a house or else <laughs> yeah. not buy a house please right Just, so I'll, co- I'll come sell your house which they're probably happy with but also if, you, if i'm showing you your house you're buying this thing yeah exactly you know that saved me a lot of time yeah yeah just the one house or 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 else yeah that's it so what got you what got you started with that like uh in real estate have you done that a long time or is it yeah no so you know what um i'm actually in uh i'm in year two right now um i got into the tail end of that whole covid craziness where okay you know i put a house on the market for 200k and it sells for 250 the next night and unconditional and Mm -hmm. and um i got to the tail end of that so um i was working with a lot of buyers and feeling a lot of buyer frustration especially with the millennial crowd because you know these save all the money you can and well you're in the same age group as me save all the money save all the money you can yeah and it's just not good enough yeah because there's a guy buying a house with uh equity plus cash or Mm -hmm. unconditional or whatever and you just really can't compete with that if you're both working normal jobs right out of college or even just right out of high school right yeah so yeah the one the big thing that that i kind of noticed where exactly what you were talking about there where it was like um it was almost like the market of before houses were cheaper but the interest rate was a little higher mm-hmm. so your buy-in was a little bit easier as yeah. long as you can make the payments right but now it was almost like you're running into the problem of hey i can make these payments the interest rates are low but yep. my buy-in i can't make that buy-in cost because that down payment is so high now a lot of a lot of people i mean friends and stuff like that and i'm sure if i was we bought one just before um the the it went up which was yep. it was nice it was convenient mm-hmm. it wasn't on purpose but it was convenient yep. um it was like hey how do i you know how do i compete with that guy who's you know dropping that equity and that cash and yeah, saying totally. you know i'll go above so it was watching that i was like hey how do you how do you navigate this because a lot of people in the position to do that they're like well once i put this money up front now my int- my payments are so low like i can cash flow this thing and i'm good to go sure but for a young person to to be able to get over that first barrier it's almost like you're playing that game of when do i get in oh right yeah and it's uh well there's that old that old saying right the best time to buy real estate was 20 years ago and the second best time yeah. is today right yeah. so it's uh it it kind of was like that but it's um you can't really predict the market no one has this uh magic eight ball or anything that's gonna just tell you you know shake it and buy the house right yeah so um yeah so there was there was a lot of frustration with these first time home buyers and when I was talking to them and we were able to find um some homes for for most of them but a lot of them were saying Travis I need to rent for a bit or I'm going to wait for the interest rates mm. to go down and that's just what it is I mean I can help you find a house but it's your money at the end of the day right yeah. that's that's just how it goes and so are you working respect their boundaries with rentals as well then uh, where you're at right now or are you primarily saying hey i'm going to sell your home i'm going to find you a home kind of thing yeah it's it's mainly working with um with sales right Sale, sales sales yeah. and purchases of real estate so not nothing to do with um with rentals like or property anything like that. There's, there's enough property managers out there right now yeah um what's your thoughts on that like property management property management yeah um oh goodness yeah, it's it's if you're gonna have a bunch of rental properties, it's probably good to hire a property manager to someone that's gonna have experience with it, and then people can go to to actually like look at your property and it yeah. advertises it best. But uh, if you have like ten homes and you're managing them all yourself, like it's uh, that's got to just be a huge drain on you. Like you just got to be exhausted, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, but it depends where you are in your life, right? Like, if you have like I have two kids at home okay and um and fairly new at starting this job and like you know it's self-employment right so yeah. everyone says 
work self-employment be your own boss and you know yeah you can be your own boss but you just choose which 80 hours a week you work right so yeah. it's yeah yeah a little bit more freedom there but uh yeah and sometimes just, it turns into 90 or 100 oh, yeah well yeah 100 my wife uh might might start just she cuts you off yeah, <laughs> sleep in the car travis like if you're gonna be yeah. all on the road all day anyway right so yeah, yeah. but um yeah, it really depends on your stage in life, but yeah, I would I would say the property management's probably wise if you have lots of properties, just because just they know it takes a headache out of it. Well, it's it's just kind of like hiring hiring a realtor if you're a buyer, right? Because if you're a buyer, you're not in a realtor, right? So, yeah, yeah. It's I've often wondered that. Like, we have a the first house we ever bought was uh, is now a rental property for us, so we have oh, cool. people Good for you. people upstairs and people downstairs, awesome. um, which works out really well. But even even that in that scale and we have have had really good renters like mm -hmm. uh we've been blessed with that which is awesome but um even in that small scale sometimes it's like this and that and this and that and you're like you know you're overwhelmed because you're operating a business you're you're running around so i can only imagine you get multiple properties that's going on and then you're you're trying to run your life you know especially with kids if, oh, yeah. if it's someone with kids yeah. um yeah i could see how that would uh, be quite the benefit to have someone kind of helping you out with that stuff yeah. Does a property manager typically, and maybe this, maybe these aren't questions that you're like, oh, you ask this person, but um, do they typically handle pretty much everything with the property itself? Like, are they, or is it case by case basis? Yeah, that would um, to get more specifics, you'd probably have to actually ask a property manager. But you yeah. are you are hiring them to manage your property. Yeah. But when it comes like to the end of the day, if your water heater goes, you're paying for it. The property manager's and paying for it, right? Yeah. So yeah. you have to <laughs> take care. Nice. Of, you still have to take care of the house and and make sure everything's everything's done there. You're just essentially paying someone to get good tenants for you. So a yeah. little bit added security because they're going to do references and yeah, background checks and everything. Like, well, I don't know, kind of background checks, but references for sure. Yeah. So yeah, but cool. if you're doing it yourself, or you have you have two renters now in your house, you yeah. said like on the top floor and the bottom floor, yeah. and finding that's pretty manageable. Yeah, it's been really good. Um, yeah, it's been, I can't complain. I mean, knock on wood, they've yep. been really good. And we, I, one thing we do try and always say is like, cause the big thing for us, um, having a rental isn't necessarily have a ton of cash flow off of the, the tenants, sure. but to, to have the property kind of building equity as the market kind of fluctuates. Yeah. that's that's the big thing so we always say hey you know what if there's any maintenance that needs to be done any repairs anything like that please let us know sooner than later oh yeah which they, definitely you know they're yeah. never shy with doing that because they want to live in a nice spot oh sure um but in, close to the beginning we made the mistake of maybe not saying that and just expecting it oh yeah and then you hop in there and you're like oh crap you know like for example the the tub had a rust hole in it something like you know those little those oh, yeah. things where they don't want to complain sure they're, they're actually trying to do a good thing for you yeah. but you're like hey you got to tell me that so we can because if that tub's leaking here the floor is going to be wrecked there if we can yeah. get that tub fixed then you know everything's going to be better and and you get a new tub <laughs> well ultimately it's it's better for better for them and better for you because now you're not putting a bunch of money into this house that you would have not otherwise and they get yeah. new stuff and and really if you have a renter in there um I mean, you're providing them a place to live, but they're also doing you a pretty big solid too, right? Like it's yes. And I have this, I have this asset that someone else is paying for. Like yeah. that's that's a pretty good, pretty good thing. But you need to have someone in there to pay for it. Yes. Right. So you want to be the best landlord you can be if you're just gonna tell them that ah, you know, it's rusting through. Tell me when it gets to the basement, and then it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna have very good renters very long, or yeah, you're gonna get a pretty bad reputation there. So, yeah. yeah. So in terms of like uh, back to the you know young people yeah. kind of buying getting into the house market sure. what do you have recommendations for for people because I would be curious especially um, I mean one if I didn't if I didn't already own property right. 
or two, if I was, you know, 20, I'm 28 now, mm -hmm. if I was 23 or 20 or whatever, I mm -hmm. would, I remember at that age, I kind of lucked out with having, meeting the right people yeah. or talking to the right people sure. just out of happenstance. And yeah. Uh, my mom always really pushed to to buy a house. I, I'm not sure why that was her big thing, but I'm g grateful for it. Yep. Um. But there's lots of people who don't have that. Do you like from your perspective? Is there anything that if I was 23 and looking for a house now? Yeah. You know what? Asking questions are free. So yeah. like like reach out to someone that you're gonna you're gonna trust, and maybe someone that understands your your struggles too, right? Because yeah. a lot of my a lot of my clientele is people that are necessarily wanting to use their dad's realtor. They want to use someone closer to their age that kind of understands like, yeah, you know, I bought my first home five years ago, right? Yep. So it's it's a very recent and the stress is very recent for me too. So I can I can understand what they're looking for. Yeah. But um but at the same time, um these for these first time first time home buyers, um, there's there's so many programs like with the government and your and your and whatnot. There's lots of programs out there. And even some local builders have programs too that'll help you out and whatnot. Really? So yeah, as far as like kind of helping with your financing, people want there's lots of lots of organizations that want people to be able to get into homes, right? Because mm -hmm. you don't want just to have this a perpetual cycle of renters, right? And because the um the rental market is just super hot right now. Yeah. Because people just can't buy these homes. Mm. And so the rental market goes up and these guys have less liquid cash they can put towards buying a home and then it's just cycle repeats and repeats and it just keeps going on right so i was very fortunate in in my circumstance when i bought my first home i was uh renting a house in winkler it was a store and a half it was an old house but it, the, the bones were good um as i later found out that they were using dirt to insulate the walls back when they put the walls up oh, so beautiful so i mean so the bones were okay, I should say, yeah. but either way, it wasn't like sideways. So yeah. uh, we'll say it's okay. You can change and insulation. <laughs> there's things you can change. Yeah, everything's possible with enough money. Yeah. But um, had a fenced backyard, had a garage. Um, I was paying 900 bucks a month, but half of that was going towards a rent to own option. So from there for a year, um, it was 450 bucks a month that was going towards that, which is a huge part of my down payment. Yeah, that's so massive. I was, I was blessed um, to have, have just fantastic landlords. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, it was uh, it was a couple, Bob and Mary Harder. They were they were friends of my, uh, friends of my wife's family, and and they go back a long time. So they, yeah, Travis, you want to sell you this house? And I ended up buying it for like it was a really good price. They gave me a really good price. So very thankful for that. That's awesome. But you know what? Not everyone has someone looking out for them like that, yeah. right? And so that's why, um, it's it's unintentionally become my niche helping a lot of these these first time. That's home really buyers, cool, right? So well, it's it's. The right age group and then i can i can empathize right so it's, yeah. a, it's a little bit of that and um it's probably nice for you too in, in a way i know like in, in just training wise personality wise um you know if i was only to train people you know in their 40s 50s 60s that kind of stuff mm -hmm. i could do it sure but a lot of times it is work um like you said empathizing with them or trying to trying to relate to experiences sometimes yeah it is work as much as you can do it and it, it is a thing it is nice to have a variety where totally. you know you get someone closer to your your age your experiences you can communicate to them in a way that is a little bit different a little bit easier absolutely and i'm sure that they can feel that too when you're you know, you're going through it. And like you said, you know, you probably understand a lot of the struggles that they're walking through in this process. Oh, of totally, totally. And you know what, like a lot of these struggles are like unprecedented, right? And, yeah. and 
Um, but we we are the biggest generation since the baby boomers as well. I'm not sure if you knew this, but nope. we are the biggest biggest um, economic driving force as far as our dollars go since the baby boomers. So like we got to be out there spending money and buying homes and getting yeah. careers and stuff, right? Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm kind of curious, how did you get started in this uh, in this personal training thing? The personal training that's a pretty nice setup down there i saw there's well, a there's a good amount of weights there and it's uh i'm sure you'd be able to help a lot of clients there but yeah what got you started so that's now i appreciate I'm interviewing that. you eh? yeah i like yeah, that that's yeah. good um so originally i uh i actually personal trained out of a local youth for christ gym mm. so it was i i worked out there as a young kid it was just guys which was actually awesome that's at awesome. that time because you had yep. no distractions you know mm-hmm. as, as a young guy just going there and it had a really good core group of older guys in there who are and i say older they weren't old they're were like 30 mid 30s kind of thing and uh as a young kid especially a teenager and uh you know you want to get into trouble you want to get fill your head you know with thinking you're the best you're the greatest oh and, sure yeah and i still of course did that yep. um but they would quickly remind you politely and respectfully mm-hmm. that hey you know what we're still all working together we're still all trying to progress and you're you're no better than the next guy and you know, that was a huge benefit for me growing up and mm-hmm. inspired me quite a bit. Um, and it gave me a different perspective watching now younger people coming into the gym as I grew up where I could see uh, there was a, a barrier where I would see these people who'd gone to the gym who had this confidence, maybe sometimes had, you know, a big ego, sure. kind of like uh, mm-hmm. I, mine got checked quite a bit. And sure. so they would come into this, but I'd see these people attempt to come in and get quite turned off by that or quite discouraged or have a bad experience and turn away. And that just ate me up because I'm like, I, I remember being that kid. And I also remember being the other kid. So were you ever one of those kids that you, you deadlift and then like drop the bar and scream after you did it and everything? Were you one of those guys? Not quite. Okay, so Not quite. Like, yeah, it's just, no, <laughs> they would, I would walk out too. <laughs> yeah. They would, uh, there was some of that, but they, again, the older guys would be like, Hey, you know what? You don't need to do that. You, yeah, can, you can have sure. fun. You can get intense and you can, yep. you know, lift weight, but you don't need to do stuff like that. Yep, totally. Um, yeah. And when I was really young, my sister, who was more like athletic, both sisters were, um, in high school, I actually had a kid that had said to me, he's like, isn't it? Cause my sister worked at the local gym here. He said, isn't it, uh, isn't it embarrassing that your sister's stronger than you are? Nice. So that sparked it. So that got me there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of the initial back of the head thing. Maybe I carry that a little bit still. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, it transitioned to maybe too much of an ego and then getting checked a couple times. Um, and then seeing the, these experiences these people were, were having. And then I actually had people um, asking me for some advice. So I was like, that, that's neat. So then I started to train out of that gym a little bit. Um, and it was, it was good, but it was, they didn't charge me anything to, to train out of there. And I didn't feel very good about that. They didn't want any money. And I'm like, okay, you know, like this is your space. You guys are paying for this space. Um, either I can offer you something they wouldn't take anything. So then I made a gym in my garage where I would train people, renovated my garage, turned it into gym, um, about a third of the size of what this is. And people would come there. I would still go to that gym still hasn't had a membership all that stuff but i would just train people in in my garage because sure. of, yeah that's that's the right thing to do right you can't yeah. just mooch and even though they're okay with it it's like you're you're doing your own thing and yeah know. yeah it was uh yeah yeah i, I did I just didn't want to take too much from them because that didn't feel right so then i did it in the garage um ended up hurting my my back pretty bad uh you know again the ego was creeping in hurting it really really bad and it took about two years a year and a half of off lifting weights 
Ouch. And I only trained two people at that time sure. through the, that year and a half. Um, and then uh, it took me about two years to rehab it back. So was that too heavy of a lift or just a bad lift? So it was a combination of um, consistent poor um, poor form, as right. well as I, I had a construction job before I started training. Okay. And I trained strongman then, and I kind of initially hit, hurt it then. And I never understood, you know, like rest and recovery. I thought, you know, right. no pain, no gain. You just keep pushing. Yeah. Uh, you got to be, you know, man up and get this done. Yeah, real bro science there. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So that compounded until one day um, it got to the point I woke up the one morning. I, I couldn't even walk. I couldn't even step on. Like my legs were just so much pain. I would just drop. Like 25? I was actually whew, 23 then. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty yeah. old feeling for 23. Yeah. And I, I, I ended up going to see a few different people. My The initial doctor that I seen had said, yeah, you don't lift anything. You're going to need surgery. I said, okay, that sucks. Well... Am I ever going to, I heard a couple people give me their reviews on surgery and it was not great experiences they had personally had. Um, ended up seeing a different doctor. They kind of, they didn't discourage me. They didn't encourage me, but they said, just keep working. Mm -hmm. Just keep going. Don't, don't give up just yet. And right. I, that, that was enough to keep me going. I ended up seeing a chiropractor who told me that I was super messed up. I shouldn't lift anything. I'll never deadlift. I'll never squat again. That was a very rough experience. Um, but Luckily enough, I met uh, a couple people who ended up investing in me quite a bit um, through a program and they gave me tools until I rehabbed myself back to the point um, now for like the past, I mean, since 23, probably 25 years old, maybe 26, I deadlift squat more than I ever have without pain. Um, but people had heard about my back rehab story and then a lot of people have back pain themselves so then i started to get referred to for back pain for back rehab stuff so that oh really um i added on a lot more clients yep. and then this opportunity came up to expand my space and i'm like i had a very good sales job i loved the job i say very do that? i actually worked uh for a company called diamond doors oh, yeah, selling okay, bifold cool. yeah. doors and i loved it i loved the people i worked with yep. loved the job but this was the passion and the opportunity was there. So I took a risk. Um, I still have nothing but good things to say about that job. Awesome. So if anybody needs a job, go, go find those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So then eventually came here and just expanded from there. Okay. So it's kind of nice in your late twenties, you kind of take a, take a chance on yourself, right? Yeah. If you're, if you're going to take a chance to do it, man, like it's, it's gotta be now. Yeah. And, and you're kind of in that right age group where you had some work experience and you've met like lots of other people. You're far enough outside of high school where, all that high school junk just doesn't mean anything anymore, yeah. but, um, but you're still close enough to being, you know, to your thirties that if you have clients in their late thirties or forties, they're still going to respect your input. Right. Yeah. So, and that's, um, when you talk about having a sales job before I, I had a sales job before this too, nice. and it was, um, it was selling appliances. Um, and my early twenties, yeah, I had such a, such a dang hard time just trying to get people to take my word for it. And I knew the stuff. Yeah. It's not taking my word for it. And I worked with this guy. He was, a, he was an older gentleman who we were close to retirement. And um, he was, he was just the appliance guy. Like just that's, that's the guy they go to. Yeah. So I would say the exact same thing and they would just take what he said as gospel. And I, I mean, I don't blame him yeah. because like that's, he's done it for 40 some years, right? Twice as long as I've been alive. Yeah. Just selling appliances. Right. So yeah. Um, but as I was doing it for more, for, for a longer time, um, from the respect level and then the people actually coming to me and I'm me being their guy and, yeah. and so that, uh, yeah, it's, it's a kind of a mix of having 
having a bit of experience but also when you're really young like and and i mean we're in our late 20s we're still fairly young right? yeah it feels young um it, it, <laughs> I, feel, I still, still feel stupid <laughs> it's, it's okay to be stupid you know yeah, yeah. it's it's a little secret is like you know no one really knows what they're doing some people are just better at faking it right yeah so, yeah um that's cool so you uh you sold appliances and stuff yeah cool. that's uh yeah that that's one thing too like to, to touch on that exactly like what you're saying that uh, that gaining that respect over time mm-hmm. that was uh the one thing i i i mean i still strive for quite a bit within this this industry is like working out and training you can only do so much with you can you can get better at it you can understand you can learn different things but you are just lifting weights yep. and one thing i realized that people had connected to in here that i think has helped me out a lot is um connecting and communicating with the client in a way where they feel like they're a part of it rather than just being that person that for me um has helped me a ton with i mean enjoying this quite a bit because Mm -hmm. i get to know the clients which i i love um and then also having them trust me a little bit more because they're like oh i'm I'm a part of it he's on my team a lot of times it's usually guys that that are a little bit standoffish at the start because you know they don't want to be perceived as they maybe had an experience similar to mine in high school where someone said something or they've tried something and they've kind of looked dumb or someone has said something about them looking dumb so they want to come in here and they want to meet their expectation Mm. or what they think my expectation is but after a while once once you can communicate like hey i'm on your side let's Mm -hmm. let's do this thing that's helped me personally grow or like grow or keep clients quite a bit and connect with them which that's the part i love like even this having you in here and connecting with someone just sitting there's yeah. you know it's not a coffee shop just hanging out and yeah and yeah we yeah, just exactly. get a talk and i mean i did i did bring a coffee and, and i mean i'll give it i'll give a little bit of shout out to uh guys out of white cap because they're actually opening up location uh just down uh on your main street there what is it called again that's right uh steven street street yes it's steven street yeah i had it in top tip my tongue but you know i didn't want to say it, it sounds <laughs> stupid on your podcast so anyways uh, they're opening up a new location so you know that's what cool. like um yeah it's it's any kind of sales job you just got us decaffeinated like the whole time right yeah. so that's kind of how i feel well even even doing this i mean i'm not sure and and this is total this is total bro science so I'll, I'll tell you back um in my late teens early 20s i actually went i moved to winnipeg and i went to a police academy and okay. uh and i uh, applied for the rcmp yeah and so i was working out like you know twice a day and doing like the no carb thing right because yep. you had to run this this uh this thing called the pull pad it was like this this police obstacle course thing right okay and it, it sucks and it wasn't it wasn't any fun you got it done but it wasn't any fun but um so i was i was i was training pretty hard what i would do is i would have just a big cup of coffee before i train yeah because i heard that the caffeine or the coffee restricts your muscles that means it makes them have to work harder to do the same amount of weight so then when you're not caffeinated or full of caffeine it sounds so dumb as i'm saying this yeah now. when you're not full of caffeine and you need to perform yeah those weights are like 20 percent easier that's funny so that's partially true oh it's okay it's, so it I'm is not, partially I'm not true. all the way dumb okay uh caffeine constricts blood flow blood flow okay uh so it constricts blood flow so potentially i don't know what the percent it, it would be very small percentage that it yeah. would um constrict it enough that your muscle has to work harder yeah um but it does constrict blood flow that's why a lot of times in pre-workouts and uh that have a lot of caffeine now um they'll have a lot of uh pro blood flow ingredients because a lot of people want to get a pump yeah and they want they want good blood flow so they'll put things like an ingredient called citrulline which actually opens the blood vessels back up oh for for it to go through because you want that pump in that in that case i would be very curious to look into the the 
the constriction or restriction caused by caffeine to see, I, I you know, I haven't, I don't want to speak too much on it um, to it's see actually what it is. Dehydrated at the same time, like too much coffee, you're going to be dehydrated. Yeah. So now you're, you're constricting your blood flow and you're dehydrated where you're actually supposed to, like you want that blood flow going on yeah. to your arms, right? Cause yeah. like that, that's, what's going to get that pump. But then at the same time, you also want to be hydrated so you can still perform. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you're I, I don't know what, I don't know what, dumb youtube video i watched but i'm just like <laughs> wow this guy's got it figured out so i'm gonna just listen to him and yeah. we're gonna do exactly what he wants so that's one thing yeah. that's improved so much in in the fitness world the the social media content you can still find yeah. bad stuff and there's still some garbage out there yeah. but the good stuff now has definitely outweighed it where probably just five years ago it oh, was probably good. a pretty even playing field yeah where you could you know you're kind of especially when you're younger and you're or, or you're new to it and you're trying to implement these things you're trying yeah. to figure out what's best and and you're like you're kind of guessing your way through which is kind of the fun stuff sometimes yeah. but it's also makes it a little bit um frustrating well because you, hey, you have you have to filter through and use your use your better judgment but when you're in your early 20s you don't really have a better judgment it's just kind of like that's just your judgment and see what happens yeah. right you only learn through your mistakes but yeah. um and your butts on the gas all the time when you're when you're young you're trying to get it done and get it done quick i don't know if you you saw this trend in like 2020 when everyone was sitting at home because of the covid stuff mm -hmm. um there was a lot of these these instagram pages right and they were always talking about like believe in yourself and invest your like invest <laughs> yeah. your money don't save your money invest it yeah. and i'd ask invest in what oh yeah. stocks yeah which stocks yeah right and then they give me out this like big list of stocks it's just like Okay, like I don't have done no research on this. You're just yeah. telling me just put your money in this, right? Yeah. And um, then it all of a sudden got into Bitcoin. Like invest in Bitcoin now, invest in mm -hmm. these NFTs and whatever, right? And now all of a sudden in 2022, two years later, where all these guys lost their shirt, yes. I don't see these Instagram pages anymore telling you just to believe in yourself and invest all your money and everything. Yeah. Because I guess money's harder to come by, or no one yeah. has it anymore. I don't know what it is, but uh, it's that stuff's so funny. Well, you have to you have to be so careful when you're online because, like, how many how many um, wolf and sheep clothing are there, right? Like, what yeah. do these people want from you? Why are they telling me to believe in myself? Like, it's, yeah, you don't know me. Yeah, like, it's, I, it's, I could be I could be a total dirtbag, and you're telling me believe in yourself and do whatever you want. And it's just like, yeah, some people should not be doing no, that. No, it's just like <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll go have a couple buds and go drive. Like that's yeah I, that I, makes no sense i think people sometimes too they forget about you know like uh in terms of and i'm not going to pretend i know a ton about stocks or, or bitcoin because i i don't but i think sometimes people forget about um the majority and the min minority in certain circumstances so you know like the believe in yourself invest in this thing mm -hmm. because and then you know you see this case of this person who made a few million and they sure. sold at the right time and they yep. kept their few million yep. it's like I think there also has to be some logic of like, hey, how many people aren't this guy or aren't this girl? Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, the believe in yourself. Maybe this this person who's telling you that gets a percentage of the cut of your investment. Oh, uh, wow. you know what I mean? And then you're great to believe in yourself. But it's <laughs> it's like reasonable belief, though. Right. Like yeah. it's it's you need to have a little bit of discernment and and it's good to have real people in your life giving you advice. Not just whoever you whoever you see online, yeah. right? Because it's so easy just to do this, and it's like, oh yeah, that sounds like good. I'm gonna put my whole life towards what I just saw on Instagram, right? Yeah. So and there's no like they don't have any liability. Like if you you know like you said if if you lose your shirt on it, yep. um, 
Enough. I'm just not going to answer your DMs after yeah. I've made my money. Oh, sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if your dad tells you to go buy a bunch of stock or something and like you lose all your money, then you're going to be like, Dad, like, come on. I'm, I'm, to- I'm, I'm moving back <laughs> in, right? And yeah. then that's a negative for him. And it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's he's, he's, things, so. yeah he's genuinely yeah. going to have your best best interest. Yeah. Which is, that's actually a, a, a pretty interesting note, too, of like, sometimes you see and i'm sure i'm at fault for this too sometimes we end up i feel like especially in today's day and age with social media Mm. um that we almost trust like people on social media sometimes like these people we look up to um more than we trust the people that we've looked up to before social media like the people around like you know mom dad you know uh, uncle aunt or, or whatever the people who are or even you know the guys at the local gym yep all of a sudden you start going to them and saying, well, this guy on Instagram said this, so I'm going to believe him. And he doesn't yeah. care about you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dad doesn't know anything about investing. I'm just going to talk to Logan Paul and see what he has to say to me. Like, goodness. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wait a second. Are you saying I shouldn't have invested in, uh, what was it called oh. again? A- animal coins or something like that? <laughs> yeah, some sort of zoo coin or something. Zoo That's coin, what he had. Dang. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, has, yeah. he has this new, I don't know if you watch uh, the UFC stuff, but yeah. um so he has this new sports drink eh? prime yeah prime okay yeah, it's yeah. all over now oh my goodness if that is ever just uh sugar water it's like yeah yeah they unreal they have uh they have taken that's the classic case which i feel like is a big thing right now is taking old products and really pushing the marketing side of it that mm-hmm. hasn't been pushed so it's like you see Gatorade, and I've seen his comparisons with the Gatorade and the Prime, mm-hmm. but he compares it with the Prime, which is a diet electrolyte drink, and regular Gatorade. Mm. Gatorade also has a zero or yeah. a diet version, which yep. would be more comparable. He doesn't do that for the marketing reasons, but he's basically taken Gatorade and said, just remarketed it, mm-hmm. just flipped it, um, which I mean, kudos to him. He's making tons of money, but it is one of those things where as long like, as he's making money, it's okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're you're kind of asking yourself, you're like, yeah. Yeah. you know, for the person who's, you know, if you buy it because you're genuinely a fan of what he does, okay, buy it for that reason. Whatever. You support yeah. him, hammer exactly. down. But for the, for the person who just doesn't know better, you know, you know, you kind of feel bad. You're like, you know this guy's hoodwinking you a little bit off of some really good marketing um well it's it's and in the ufc it's, it's funny too it's so well it's it's just whoever gets favor with dana white then their stuff's yeah. just right on there right yeah. so yeah and it's funny they have the prime uh the prime hydration zone yeah and then when the fighters sit in the corner they pull out the mon the the water yeah. with the monster logo on yeah. it and you're like, okay, what? Wait, who's the who's the hydration sponsor? Yeah, here? yeah it's a bottle of Dasani or something, and yeah. it's like it's got a monster logo on it. But yeah, you know what? Like that's uh, there's a hydration zone, and you know all these guys are like dying from their weight cuts and stuff. It's, <laughs> yeah, like, it's like the opposite. That's so oh. ironic. Yeah, exactly. They just need more prime. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, and that market has in in fit in the fitness world the electrolyte market. Um, it kind of goes in waves too. Uh in terms of like supplementation like for a little while salt was it was the enemy everybody didn't want salt oh, sure so yeah. it got cut so much that people were getting electrolyte deficient because they're not they weren't getting any salt in yep. so now the market's gone the other way where there's dozens of companies selling some sort of electrolyte either a powder or a drink yep. or something like that which is, is funny in a few years and people will be over overdoing with electrolytes and they'll have to it'll go back the other yeah, way yeah exactly and, and once kidneys are just gonna be just shrunk yeah <laughs> just too much salt in their system right yeah, so, yeah. it's a wild uh wild world but it, it's just whatever is is popular and just kind of believe it right like because even think of just butter was the enemy right and yep. then it was margarine was great and now it's margarine's like yeah plastic and now it's like butter's great right it's yep. you should actually be using lard and it's like 
yeah yeah exactly yeah you should who be. knows right yeah in terms of like uh, in in your market and stuff like that with real estate um i'm always curious because it seems like there's a lot like there's a lot of real estate agents i don't know if that's like like that everywhere um is it fairly competitive in terms of like is it extremely competitive in terms of you know selling buying homes and stuff like that i've always wondered that yeah it's it's um it can be competitive like um sometimes um you need to be competitive with your commission rates right but a lot of times it just takes gets taken into consideration where someone needs to get x amount of dollars out of a home in order to buy another mm-hmm. home and so be a little bit flexible there but uh, yeah you're competing with a bunch of guys um and and girls of course um and and it can get competitive but it depends what yeah. kind of competitor you are like i typically take a more like friendly approach and yeah. um and you know really working hard for my client but at the end of the day like it's just some things are out of your control and you need to be okay with that which is something i've i've learned from my outside of my first year into my second year now it's like there's just some things i can't control certain timelines everything certain deals coming together and certain deals fall apart and that's just the way it goes right yeah just can't uh can't make everything happen so do you um do you do a lot of uh in terms of you know, I'm not in that world, but in terms of like research and stuff, are you, do you read quite a bit and are like research the markets and, and stuff like that? Or how does that all? Yeah. You, yeah. Like, you, you need to stay, you need to stay pretty knowledgeable. And um, we have this, we have this tool where we can see like the, the homes that are similar. Let's say you, Travis, I want to sell my home. What's it worth? Right. Yeah. I come down and I check out your home and, and um, get a couple notes down and just really important features like your square footage kind of garage your your land and, Mm-hmm. and um just general condition of the house and uh and called an opinion of value and so that i can tell you well you know what um your house is worth x amount of dollars and that's what i just tell you right there at your door yeah but typically what i like to do is i like to um take everything i've written down and, and my observations i like to go back and i like to do this thing called it's a cma or comparative market analysis okay and i like to find homes that are similar to yours that way i have um actual data saying it's like yeah i think your home is worth three hundred thousand, right yeah and then you as a seller you can decide well i want to sell my home for three hundred thousand, but you know what mm. i also really want to try to get 324 and i said you know what seller's the boss man you're just hiring me to manage the sale of your property so you can still decide to sell your house for as much as you want yeah you can say travis i want to get a million dollars for my house and then I say well I'll just stop wasting my time if it's, if it's a little bit closer to my number then we we would try it but yeah um but i like to actually have our data and evidence okay. and and actually talk to you about the sale of your house because um your equity and the money you've put into your house is worth a lot more to me than just a gut feeling yeah right so yeah you want to have like a hey it's worth this why is it worth that because this kind of thing you well, want yeah. that that reason yeah it's that if makes I, if I just sense. go outside and say oh well you know what it's uh it's 26 degrees outside today so your house is worth this much like it's you have to actually have some data too you can't yeah. just think about and and a lot of that comes with experience so like a lot of guys can go in the house and they can get it right bang on because they have yep. experience right but um can't buy experience you can only experience it right so yeah so um, then you use the other tools kind of yeah use the other disposal. tools to kind of level the playing field a little bit and, and say this is what i think your house is worth because here's the data that's cool that's case okay, it's, it's so stuff and maybe this has nothing to do with it i'm just curious if maybe this does the like the new ai stuff you know stuff like chat gpts and stuff mm-hmm, like that is, mm-hmm. is ai coming into the real estate market at all are you, are you seeing stuff like that pop up yet in some places but there's there's certain things like as far as um writing contracts that's kind of the big thing okay. right um 
I haven't actually done enough research into real estate AI to tell you how I would actually utilize it properly. Mm, this is okay. just kind of what I've been seeing. These guys are just like writing contracts and filling out paperwork and stuff, just kind of like the little thing. Yeah. But just processes kind of thing. Yeah. The, the AI at this moment isn't showing homes and they're mm. not really negotiating. Yeah. That, that, that's going to be interesting if all of a sudden that happens. I don't know how I feel about that. If all of a sudden I'm, uh, I go see someone about a house and they're like, yeah, just uh, talk to the speaker for the next little bit and you will figure out a price by the end of it. Hey, you know what? There are there are some like online brokerages that are kind of like that. Really? Like it's an online listing service and, and I shouldn't like talk about it because everyone's going to want to go to these guys, but they um they offer they offer like a cheaper commission, but it's essentially just like bare bones will put it online for you to do all the work. And then if you have questions like, Hey, I got an offer to purchase. And the guy's like, okay, well, this is how you do it kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Like everything an actual realtor can do for you, but just yeah. not actually like working for it. That's like, wild. Like essentially just, um, so, so the real estate, real estate is more than just, um, like pointing at nice houses and saying, Oh, I like the quartz countertop. Yeah. And Oh, this is really nice uh, finish over here. And look at the open concept. Yeah. Like, it's it's more than just that. Yeah. Like I go into since I work with a lot of first time home buyers, I go into these older homes because they're more affordable. And um like I'm I'm six foot three man and the amount of crawl space I've had to go into oh, yeah. and, and it's 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 brutal, but it's um it's part of the job, man. Yeah, I think I think too, like yeah, I, I'm one of the people included in this, but you forget the background in terms of uh, you know, things like real estate where it's yeah, you're not only dealing with pointing out nice features in a house, you're mm-hmm. dealing with um one personalities oh so sure. you, you know i'm sure you you meet all sorts of personalities uh and trying to navigate okay how do i communicate what these people uh what these people are looking for or not looking for totally. and then okay when this is all said and done your job probably isn't done you're like oh no you know this is just the start of the job if this if this person is interested in this or they're not interested i gotta go back to the office and i gotta figure out what's next yep and I, someone like me uh easily forgets those you know the the behind the scenes stuff is that well our our office has a really good um a really good policy where um and our and our admin is she's she's very adamant on this if you don't get all your paperwork done you don't get paid so magically nice. everyone gets their paperwork done yeah funny how that happens it's right? a pretty good rule so yeah oh exactly yeah <laughs> does that ever like uh you were saying you you got a couple kids um in in that kind of world is it tough to manage, you know, like stuff like, you know, those after hours or after, after client stuff with, you know, also having a family, having kids and stuff like that, or how does that all tie together? Yeah. So it's, it's a little different than your, your typical, your nine to five, right? Yeah. Um, some weeks I can be working eight to eight. Like I'm going in and I'm showing homes, writing offers, doing some sort of negotiations, some sort of mm-hmm. paperwork, listing something, right? You can be doing that for solid week or two and all of a sudden one week it's like wow i'm just kind of hanging out in the office doing nothing and since i don't get paid by the hour yeah so you know what i'm gonna go home and at like noon today or one o'clock have lunch with the kids and then yeah you know i'm gonna stay home in the afternoon or something right like you kind of balance out your hours because if you don't take time for your family when it's slow and when all of a sudden it's busy again you can't take time for your family there just isn't time so you need to be able to try to balance it in my first year i was just you know go 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 and just every little thing it just needs to be done like right now yeah and i've i've learned with being in the industry a little bit well a lot of things can wait till two yeah so i don't need to i don't need to leave at eight o'clock at night or i have well i'm just gonna 
make sure all the paperwork's filed properly. I'm gonna either throw it on DocuSign tonight and hope it gets done tomorrow by tomorrow morning. Yeah. And then file it tomorrow morning. I don't need to make sure it gets all done tonight, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, you got you got I mean, I sometimes I think it's easy, especially buying and selling stuff. It's easy to forget that it's not the most important thing in the world. Yeah, it's it's well and the amount of effort you you put in this like it's when you're asking about realtors and competition and stuff like that. Yeah. So um twenty percent of the realtors will sell eighty percent of the real estate. Oh yeah. Right. So there's there's a lot of your your average realtor in, in Canada, according to the CREA stats, sells one point six homes a year. Oh really? So yeah, okay. that, that's just your average guys. And around here you would just you wouldn't be a realtor for very long, right? Yeah. Um, but if you sell a million dollar house at a six percent commission out in BC, like we're nowhere near that yeah, you're level some, here. Yeah. Right. But it's yeah, you get you're kind of your one house and it's just like, okay, yeah, that's okay. Now all of a sudden I'm at two. Now it's you're doing okay, right? So Yeah, that's yeah. a good spot to be in. How do you get in that market? Um is it like who you know at that that time? Like if you know what? Like I, I a big city realtor, I just wouldn't guys because yeah. there's there's just so much competition and you are just another cog in the wheel, man. It's, yeah. At least around here, if you're someone who actually enjoys having more one-on-one relationships and kind of get yeah. to know people because your clients will become your your friends before your friends become your clients type of thing right yeah. so like you just yeah, get, what a, get to know people and where'd you get that saying i love that saying uh from someone from my office she um she was she's very helpful as far as navigating my first year um because i'd come to her and i'd say you know what i'm having issues with this like this one person i know listed their home with someone else right yeah. and she's just like well, but you don't know. They might have had a conversation in the grocery store, and they didn't even you didn't even come up. It's your first year. They might not even know you're a realtor. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you don't know if this guy's been trying to sell this person's house for ten years. Yeah. Right. And so they said, whoever, yeah, uh, your your friends will become, or sorry, your clients will become your friends before your friends become clients. Yeah. And it's just great. And you might you might experience that too. Oh, like how, how many of your boys come here in uh, in Pump Iron, right? Like there, there's been a few, but it's it's a lot of times too. Like you know that that friend relationship compared to a, a training and a client relationship can be can be different. But I've definitely made friends with clients, which is mm. is awesome. Of course, you always have to watch that relationship in terms of client and and trainer. But um, yeah, when I heard that, I was like, that's a great description. And it's I think too similar experience when I first started. Sometimes I would take it personal, like. Oh, I see this friend of mine, you know, is, is doing this and this. Why why'd they not ask me? Yeah. But one, looking back and especially reminding myself now, is one, hey, dude, you're just getting started. Mm-hmm. They they don't have to trust you yet. You gotta give them a reason to, to trust to trust you. And uh two, you know, a, an opportunity might have come up, like you said, in a in a grocery yep. store that they're like, Hey, I'm gonna jump on that and didn't even think twice about it to I I found more often than not, it's not intentional, hey. Oh, no, I purposely it's, it's, it's not it. it's not a straight up disc no and you know yeah. what like um i i was travis appliance salesman for six years and yeah. i've been travis realtor for a couple months right yeah and and i saw this quote and, and i mean it was probably from one of these instagram pages i was i was bad mouthing before but it's uh <laughs> don't, don't, don't don't compare your chapter, chapter one to someone else's chapter 50 right yeah. so like there, there's that's, still a lot of your book to write right that's so. funny yeah even in those places those the dark corners of the of social media there's still some gold <laughs> yeah yeah definitely and um yeah so it's it's when it comes to comes to your friends not being your clients like you said you just can't take it personal no. and if someone wants to work with you they'll work with you and if they don't they don't it's just as simple as that yeah right yeah and it's it's kind of on to the next one kind of thing 
oh yeah and then you know what that's that's the advice i got from my boss in my first year he's like yeah you know you sold the house you're very excited forget about oh, that yeah. going to the next one it's like it's not even dry what do you mean like yeah. move on like that one's done why are you even worrying about it move on to the next one yeah so i, I thought that's just it's such a great support network to start anything out i'm not sure if you got that when you started mm. this gym but you were at a youth for christ thing so you kind of you were you were a little bit of discipleship going on there yeah. as far as uh yeah or mentorship and discipleship going on there so yeah it was uh, you know starting things off <laughs> it was a, a lot more lonely just because kind of doing didn't really have in terms of training and business sure. have uh direct mentors right. but like you said with the clients becoming your friends i've had more mentors through clients than anything else which has been that's kind of cool oh it's unreal that's man cool. like from accounting to marketing to i mean the the guy sitting in the room next to us who can probably dreads editing half the videos i do you know he's taught me so much um just meeting these people not that he was he's a client yeah but met him through a client um and meeting these people uh, like i can't say like that's gold alone if i if i broke even from all the training i've done i've actually experience and mentorship wise from the people i've trained is is been insane and i'm not just saying that to to fluff everybody up it's actually uh been a the almost the best part of the job other than yeah. connecting with people and, and seeing their progress but yeah it's well that's that's, that's cool. so important like i mean not to not to sound too not to sound like super deep or anything but yeah. you know what like uh the end of your life no one's gonna care what kind of iphone you had man no right there they don't they don't care i got the iphone it'll be like the iphone 58 or something right they yeah. don't care if you had that you know they yeah they kind of care about what kind of person you were and like how what kind of impact you had on their life right so yeah that's that's why I like doing this job too, because it allows, well, anything really sales, like it's, it can be really draining, but like you, it's, it's also really rewarding. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you always been interested in sales? I mean, with your, your appliance job in the past, now going into real estate, has it been something that you've you kind of just connected to, or was there steps that you took to go that direction? Yeah. You know what? Um, so, so going back to that whole, um, the whole police academy thing, that's actually what I wanted to do was my, my grandfather, he was um, he was a police officer in Winkler um, many years ago, and kind of wanted to follow in his footsteps type of thing, right? And okay. so wanted to go be um, wanted to go be a police officer, and um, I just it it didn't work out. It was I was told I needed a little bit more life experience when I was nineteen, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. So I got married, bought a house, had life experience, and decided you know what, really don't want to miss all these Christmases and all these birthdays and stuff to kind of see people at their worst right yeah. that might might sound a little selfish because these guys that go out and and do that job it's a job that needs to be done yeah and and very very thankful for police officers paramedics firefighters all these people right that yeah. take time away from their family but for me making it into a career and then finding something you know what i actually like doing the sales thing. so i started working at co-op and uh yeah was um i was a waiter there for a couple of years uh, that's where i met ryan yeah uh, you're you're last two episode yeah episode two, episode two. Yeah, go check okay. that one out go check yeah. out ryan's episode you guys <laughs> yeah no i met i met him there and um and goodness that guy oh like it's just unreal i know i could there's no way i i mean he's asked me to marry him a few times and i just keep telling him no yeah because i'm like man i'm i'm just gonna make you cook all the time yeah i hope i hope he listens to this tomorrow when he, yeah, when yeah, this yeah, gonna, like, you weren't supposed to tell anyone yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Danielle will be a big fan of that one. Yeah, so, she's yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, what? I'm your number two. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, 
yeah getting googly eyes about ryan aside yeah. um so i worked <laughs> i worked at uh the co-op cafe and then i worked at co-op at home for for six years after that and kind of just really learning sales and i really like to get into there's a bit of a psychology getting into sales but it's uh also a natural thing too right yeah because you can you can read all the books sorry that was really no worries man one off like this so no worries um I'm... if you're gonna sit in the corner and not really apply it or you're just not a person not a person that is like outgoing or anything then yeah then you might just have a hard time yeah yeah it's it's definitely uh it definitely takes a personality or it definitely takes adjusting personality i, I remember a family member had told me um who's much more successful than me luckily <laughs> i have something to strive for someday um had told me you know what the only job that doesn't have a cap on it is and i'm sure there's other jobs but this is what they said they're like i'm like oh i kind of took a couple guesses they're like no sales like you got no cap he's like you you can make as much as you want to make if you figure it out and you can make as little as you want to make if you want to figure that out too and i was like i was like oh, okay that was a that was the first kind of uh introduction to to sales where i was like yep uh, my brain always tends to want to find the end of things sure. wants to, you know, whatever it is like lifting weights. I, I, it works out because there's, it's hard to get to the end yeah. or, you know, it doesn't turn out so well with stuff like drinking. So yeah. I don't do a whole lot of drinking. Yeah. I don't do drugs because the, my brain wants to find the end of it. It yeah. wants to take it to, to that limit. Yeah. Um, but for something like sales where you can, can constantly, and I imagine real estate sales is similar to this where you can constantly, if you want to, you can kind of, there's always more. Like there's always there is yeah it depends what you want to do do you want to like this talk about lifting weights okay yeah um that that cell phone can be the heaviest thing you lift all day yeah making a cold call to someone you don't know and you say hey I see you have a house for sale because uh like my my mentor when I first started she said that uh, every real estate transaction is a conversation you have to look at it as a conversation not a not a quid pro quo what can I do for you what can you do for me yeah it's a conversation right. And and you look at this, say this is for sale by owner sign on the front yard, right? That sign is just saying, help me, I have a house to sell, not, uh, not don't talk to me, I want to do it on my own, right? Yep. So it, it it is like sales is just a conversation, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been... But it takes guts. It takes guts to, to make that phone call sure. too. Yeah, sure. It takes, it takes guts to make that phone call because it's just not comfortable. No. It's, and... it's not, it's not something that's natural and it's not something that you'd you'd rather just not yeah and there's right? a you know i'm sure nine times out of ten it's not the reaction but there's always the opportunity of the reaction of the hey fuck off you know <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. to put it unpolitely it's well i haven't i haven't a, gotten that one yet which is which is which awesome is like, i've heard no a lot but i haven't yeah. gotten uh off yet so yeah, yeah like people are i think humans for the most part are, are pretty decent especially i think in our area too it tends to be people tend to treat each other uh for the most part pretty well at least when we're face to face i'm yeah. sure social media can always get interesting oh, yeah, so many people have just got too comfortable like and punch in the mouth right that's yeah. what mike tyson says right <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's yeah. that's kind of what it is it's too many you can hide no consequences yeah right so where uh, you know i think in, in our communities you you see people you talk to people you tend to have to be pretty nice to each other because you kind of need each other sure. it's not a giant area and stuff like yeah. that so uh i think we forget that too that there's a lot of actually really decent people yeah and are at least for me i'll speak for myself especially starting out in it there's times where i was like oh you know what's going to be the reaction and then you actually get talking to the person and whether it works out it's a no or a yes you're like yeah oh that was like you said that was just a nice conversation it didn't work yeah. out maybe in the future it will i hope i handled myself well and 
maybe I'll talk to that guy or that girl again and go from there kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. but if you can go home and you can go to bed and say, yeah, you want to put in an honest effort today? Yeah. Then then that feels feels it feels a lot better than uh well, I'll, I'll put it this way. So when you're when you're making a cold call, right? Yeah. Whether you make that call or you don't, um, the potential outcome is the same, right? Yeah. So if you make that call and you get a no, well, it's not going to happen if you don't make that phone call. Yeah. Right. So you're you're a hundred percent a no not making the call. Yeah. And you're, I mean, statistics guys are going to freak out at me when I say this, but you're fifty percent whether you're going to get a yes or no, right? Because yeah. you, you want to be that guy that says, well, everything's 50%, either happens or it doesn't, right? So. Yeah. Hey, you know what? There's a lot more optimism optimism, in that than not making the call at all. You know, there's a lot more yeah. hope and, and, and that, and I think that's what keeps people going. Yeah, well, absolutely. And you know what? Like, even just you have your, you have your own spot here now, so you have... You have a bunch of uh, you have a bunch of overheads, so you do need to have people coming in all yeah. the time, right? Yeah, you need to have all that business, and it seems like you have good enough business if you have enough time that you're going to be like, you know what, I I don't need to do too much evening shifts. I can have a podcast now. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, been again yeah. just uh, you know taking advantage of the space and and being inspired by people that that's helped with stuff like this, and I I love stuff like this, which is. It just works out really well. I mean, I love to talk to, and I love to hear people's uh, stories and perspectives. Um, how's your How's your wife feel about your your podcast adventure? Just one more thing to take you from home, eh? <laughs> yeah, she's. You know, she. Uh, I think she said to me the other day. She's like, I kind of forget that. You know, this this like kind of like we were talking about real estate. You go home and you you know, there's these other details, or you go back to the office. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy to forget that when you're done this, even though it's not a ton of work. I still have to, you know, grab it off there. A lot of this has been figuring out how to get everything to function together. Mm Got to upload it to these different spaces. Got to make these different, um, you know, images, whatever else, descriptions, all that stuff. So there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And she, she actually said the other day, she's like, sometimes I forget that's actually work. (laughs) And I'm like, you're not just having fun, you know? Yeah. This part's fun. It it takes, I would say more so not as much as it, it work or it feels like work, but it's just time. It just takes time. Yes. So sometimes she gets a little frustrated with that, but um, I think she gets less frustrated with that than she does when we sit down, she wants to watch a movie and I end up just walking around because I'm like, I can't pay attention long enough. So she's like, you know, at least he's going to do something and she can listen to this podcast and, and uh, you know, she, sometimes she can uh, say, Oh, that was good. Or you could correct this. And she gets to participate rather than watching me explore our basement. Well, Well, she's trying to sit down and watch a movie with me. Well, you know what? That's probably a really good sign because you know what? Like you're you're not about to go, uh, go partying, doing drinking and drugs, right? Because you just don't got the time. Yeah, yeah, that's too busy doing other stuff, man. That's been uh, that's been a huge uh, bonus is the distraction in my brain. Not that I, you know, don't let loose um, from time to time, but lots of times, I mean, working out has been so important to Mm -hmm. me. Stuff like this is so important to me. Where the going out too often doesn't outweigh the, you know, what upside this has for me. I enjoy this enough that I it outweighs that the majority of the time. well, for you and stuff like that with it has you were saying you've struck kind of a bit of a balance in terms of seeing family does it does it ever become to the point where it's like hey we gotta we gotta figure out a different schedule or something like that for your, on your side there well here's something that's been really uh really helpful um my wife and i we do this uh weekly marriage check-in okay so we kind of ask each other um what's your week look like how did you how did you steward your finances um is there anything that 
that I need to, you know, apologize for? Is there anything that I felt hurt by right yeah. during the week? Right. Um, so we, we talk about all these things and we kind of just sit down kind of put our heads together and just centralize and, yeah. and focus it on, um, on some prayer at the beginning and end, you know, just oh, cool. cause that's very, very important part of, of a marriage is to have that involved. Yeah. And I found that to be very helpful. I mean, not, not all the time do I really want to get into it because it probably takes about like half an hour to an hour where you'd rather just like do something else. But it, but it is very important and it's a bit of a discipline thing, right? So yeah. it grounds um, you. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? It's 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 always good to uh, invest in your marriage and yeah. um and yeah. So trying to find a balance. Uh, my wife would probably disagree with me on that. That I found a balance because uh, you know I it take a little bit of it home, right? Like not yeah. that like oh I'm so mad that this happened. I'm angry at home. But it's just like, okay, well, I need to go through a bunch of scenarios in my head that just aren't even happening and they're not helpful. Yep. So it's just kind of leaving it at the office and then just hoping it stays there. But when you got your phone on you, man, and people can yeah. call you all the time, then yeah, the way it goes, right? So Yeah, and, t- and too, sometimes when you get that space from work, that's when you can do your best thinking. So you want to, you know, your brain wants to start to discuss it because you're like, hey, I'm, I'm out of it. I, you know, whatever I say here doesn't really connect to to work but i can figure something out here like yep. you leave your job and you're like you know you go home or you go talk to your friends and you're like hey oh, this today this happened this happened your brain's trying to figure out okay how do i solve yep. this problem and yep. then by the end of it all of a sudden you just complained to you know to the person who wants to spend time with you for you know 45 minutes or an hour and yep. they're like well i would have rather enjoyed this time we were spending together rather than well, yeah, this. All, all you're doing is just yeah complaining the whole time right yeah. so dude I was uh, I was there in 2014. I was in probably my worst headspace ever. 2000 and 20, 2013, 2014, beginning of that, because I was oh, wearing this job that I absolutely hated. Because first of all, I was early in the morning. It was winter, and I was really bad at it. Right, so okay. it was um, it was manufacturing. So I got to it was, it was manufacturing grain augers. So I got to learn how to make like so many of them. Yeah, um, and and use so many tools like yeah. i'm so thankful i got to do that because um these really heavy duty power tools and grinding yeah. stuff cutting like all these other tools that you only really get in a shop right mm-hmm. and um so that part i'm really thankful for and that's that is been helpful for you know owning a house and having to fix things you kind of know how to you know make things work right yeah but goodness, goodness. <laughs> any any of the people working in that warranty department i want to say i'm really sorry <laughs> for all the work i put you through because um oh man i just not feel comfortable doing that but you know what yeah. like it's depends on who's teaching you man yeah i had a guy teaching me i looked at the blueprints for this grain auger right never seen a grain auger like like not sitting ready to be sold right because yeah. i mean grew up in a farm community but i was grew up in winkler right and i was never on a farm because we have a farm right yep. so um i'm putting this thing together and i put together one it's all working good whatever guy takes my blueprints throws them in the garbage and I'm just like, well, what'd you do that for? And he's just like, well, you did it once. You don't need them again. Like, no, that's not how anything <laughs> yeah, works. That's not, not how it works. That's not reality. No. Like, that's not real life. And so he's like, well, those kids in the effing Etch-a-Sketch department don't know what they're doing anyway. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I use their drawings to build this thing, and they're, like, trained drafters. Like, they, yeah. they draftsmen. They they know what they're they're doing. Yeah. Right. So, and that was the guy that was teaching me. And it was just, I look, I look back at it and it was, uh, it was probably just bullying, but I didn't want to say anything back to him because it's, it's, it would be like elder abuse because he's an yeah. old guy. Right. And I didn't yeah. want to, you know, 
roast him so yeah and you're you're in that position where it's like it's kind of almost like okay i'll just shut up and do what you tell me until you know i get comfortable enough here to to say something else and probably in the back of your head you're like i hope i never get comfortable enough here to say something else oh dude. And, you know yeah he he went he went um and your editor's probably gonna have to take this part out but he went to the the middle of the shop right and it was we had we had immigrants that moved here from from russia and germany and mm-hmm. working in building the big grain augers and yeah. i was put with all these these old, these old men to do these smaller grain augers right because i was learning yeah he goes to the middle of the shop with a big roll of tape rolls a whole tape out and he goes this is the canadian side this is the german side oh and it's no. just like <laughs> oh no I, I don't have any hr training but Dude, like you're just asking to be fired at that point. Like, you know, with all the uh, the all the Kanye stuff going on right now, I don't know if you follow any of it. Did uh, you see his most there, recent? There's lots of stuff to follow, but I'm I don't know if I'm the most recent stuff. You did? Did you see? Uh, he watched Twenty One Jump Street recently. Mm-mm. Well, yeah. So he watched Twenty One Jump Street and uh, Jonah Hill in in his performance in there. This is his latest Instagram post. Kanye's. Oh, oh boy. Jonah Hill uh, convinced him that Jews aren't so bad. So maybe maybe you could find that old co-worker show him 21 jump street and he might remove his line between the uh the two the two uh location <laughs> well, separation of individuals that wasn't so much jews or german maybe she watched like saving private ryan maybe he changed his mind on the <laughs> yeah. or something, right? so yeah. yeah oh man that's yeah some of those some of those positions people get put there um you know they they've been there for too long, surrounded by the the same thoughts, the same it's, space. It's you get echo some weird chamber, stuff. man. Yeah, that's what it is. And like here I come in saying it's like you know what, maybe people different than me aren't so bad. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm just like ostracized. I'm yeah. just like the odd man out. You know you're you're the worst. You're in the middle. We, we both sides don't like you now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, these German guys can't understand a word I say, and the old guys they don't want to listen to it anyway. So yeah, they understand yeah. you, and they don't like it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I listened uh, to a lot of music while I was in that shop, man. Yeah, so it's just like you know, it's talking to me. I got my blueprints that I dug out of the garbage, and here yeah. I am, just just doing, doing your thing, best. So yeah, that's crazy, man. So kind of off of that, where what's uh, what are you kind of t- getting into real estate? Okay, you're you're just fresh in there. Yep. You've done a few other jobs. Yep. What's what? What are you building on? Like, what what is the future in terms of? I'm sure your family kind of flows into that and all that good stuff. But what do you kind of want to do? You know, 20 years from now. Well, oh, 20 years from yeah. now. Yeah, uh, man. Be I'll be goodness. I'll be 50. Yeah. If I, if I do well enough at this, okay. Like you were saying, there's no really cap on commissions or anything. Yeah. It's gonna be like sitting at a lake house or something, and that's that's what I'm doing. When you're 50, like, yeah, yeah, I'm nice. just gonna you know sit at the lake house and 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 kids twenty years from now they can be there if they want it doesn't really matter but yeah I just you know kind of me and my wife doing that that's kind of the that's the ultimate goal um yeah. but at that point I'm finding myself putting too much time into working am I gonna be able to sit and relax right and where yeah. I'm gonna have to keep going right yeah you kind of establish so, like really establish yourself at that yeah, point probably yeah. really have a uh client base and stuff do you um with that like real estate being one thing do you do you kind of go into or have interest in other other places like even just hobbies and stuff like yeah um, so um i don't really like to talk about hobbies i want to get into yeah um until i actually get into them yeah because that's just like you're just mentally um stimulating yourself yes right? yeah. okay you know what i mean yeah okay, so that that's all it is just instant gratification yeah and 
and then you just don't do it. Yeah, you and don't do it. You, oh, yeah, how's this going? And it's just like, not, you know, yeah. but I'm doing this other thing. Yeah. And it's just, it's always that. So it's kind of just, you do it or you don't, right? Yeah. Like, so, um, so as far as interest that I actually have right now, I yep. really like going fishing. Um, oh, yeah. If I can find guys to play basketball with, love basketball, badminton, mountain bike. Um, I'm taking a little bit of a break from some of the weight stuff um, okay. because uh, I did a bad lift and it hurt my back and like i felt it happen mm-hmm. and then i was just like normally i would try to finish my set yeah but um i've have had it happen before and i was like you know what i'm not i'm not that dumb you know yes so i didn't finish the set and it got better a little bit faster right but on it, yeah like so so this last year it was like um the second that <laughs> me, actually fighting cold right now it's a perfect segue um <laughs> this last year um had flu Cold, COVID, cold, cold, blue, cold, and it's just going well, to kids in daycare. Yeah, but it's just like I don't think I've been able to string together four weeks of being perfectly healthy. Mm. And so then it's just like okay, now I'm finally getting over blue or something. Mm. It's just like okay, now I got to start from like square one where I was working out, right? Because yep. I've also been dumb and started off where I was. Yeah, and then you just burn yourself out, right? Like especially. Yeah. You know, if you're doing any kind of ego lifts and you're doing the arms right away to get back into it. Yeah. Um, because that's just it's instant gratification, right? Yeah. Um yeah, you have then, this. Then, then you can't do this yeah. for the next day, right? Like you feel it right in there. Yeah. And and it's just that's just awful. So it's yeah, it's been it's hard rough. to find a routine. So what I've been liking doing actually is doing some sports and um and mountain biking. That's and cool. I mean, I don't really consider I guess fishing is kind of a sport because it's in the sporting section of Canadian Tire, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know any anything that you can sit around and drink beer and still be really good at it. I don't know if it classifies as a sport, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, there's yeah, that's um, I think I think sports is like from my perspective, if if people get active, it's like one of the best ways to get active. Uh, I at least I think like a lot of times weightlifting, and I do it because I feel like it's my quote-unquote sport um but if i had an interest and a little bit more ability in other sports like if you know if i one put time in and two um had some coordination Mm -hmm. of not just moving up and down um yeah the weightlifting side for a lot of people i I, in my opinion it should be to enhance that 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 sport or that you know because you're you're in a a lot of times you're in a community of people who are playing Mm -hmm. that smart sport lots of sports are with other people um so like if when people tell me when they come in here, they're like, yeah, I want to get stronger. I want to do this. I want to do this. And then they, they say a sport. I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's get better at that sport and do those other things. Because sure. I think if we do those other things, it's going to be the repercussion is you're going to be hopefully better at that sport. Oh, too. yeah. hundred hundred percent. Like with your mobility and your flexibility, like yeah. for like after I took a bit of a break with the um, with the weightlifting and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, my right shoulder was just killing me, man. I mm-hmm. swear. And I just. And figure out what it was. I'm like, you know what? This thing's gonna have to get surgery on, right? It's just like painful just even to do this. It was painful, right? And so then I started actually playing badminton. And so I'm since I'm a righty, it was really uncomfortable. Yeah. But I did it lots and just it kind of felt like it pulled everything back into place and it's just got great just mobility now. In there. That's so awesome. It's, it's it's just uh trying to stay active and doing things, and it's yeah. it's kind of tough when like half the year here it's um yeah, they get eaten alive by mosquitoes or you freeze to death, right? It's kind of like yeah, you have a little them. bit of a grace period. So it's nice that there's some workout places that are inside like like, yeah. like you have, right? Yeah. And and here's the thing 
that I've been using to um, try to get back into like doing the weights. Um, I found this one video. This guy was just talking about um, like beginners with like dumbbell exercises, and I figured, mm-hmm. you know what? Should probably talk to talk to you about that because <laughs> what if that's something you'd be interested in doing? Because you do have like a you do have an online platform, just like these, not necessarily like Jillian Michaels workout videos where you're like you're yelling at people and yep. and whatever, but just kind of just calmly saying, "Hey, we're gonna do this exercise in three sets for thirty seconds," and then kind of just switch it up like there. Yep. I wonder if that's is that content you're planning on doing. So with that content, I've kind of um, stayed away from it a little bit just because of a lot of the stuff. I mean, with the back rehab stuff being a big part, uh, kind of initially getting this going, um, a lot of the stuff I work on with people is teaching them a lot of the the fundamentals mm. um, and teaching them it really, really well yep. so that either they, I mean, they stay here and we progress yep. and allows them to progress or they can leave here and go to any gym mm-hmm. and not one, not hurt. You know, you know, injuries do happen, but understanding, yep. Hey, what caused this so yep. they can fix it. Totally. Um, because if you can catch something kind of, you know, kind of like the example you gave with your back where you're like, Hey, I got to back off. And then that's a great opportunity. You let things cool down a little bit. And then you can, if you, if you gain the knowledge, you can go and implement that yep. so that's a lot of of what i do here so it's a, it's a lot of um hands-on and detail and the one downside about those which i don't think there's anything wrong with it. i think it has its place um with the kind of the video or the instructional stuff yep. is you miss that and that's the part that i mean one i'm 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 skilled at and two uh i really enjoy yep. where there's i would uh one i wouldn't want to take someone's money and not be good at that thing for them oh sure and yeah. then two i wouldn't want to take the spot of someone who is skilled yeah. because i've seen people in different um different aspects you know something like a group training thing i would be one of the worst people to be doing that just because my you know i need to actually focus on on this to make yeah. it to make it worth it for the person or make sure. myself feel like it's worth it where you get the next guy or girl and they're, you know, they can have people doing a bunch of things. They can be paying attention to all those things and implementing them really well. And I, I love that there's people out there who can do that because I'm just not good at it. So a lot of my online training stuff is still one-on-one focused quite a bit where I'm saying, Hey, send me my, send me your form, send me this video. How's this feeling? What can we do over there? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which I find my skill set fits a little bit better in. But more of a personalized approach over yeah. broad strokes, right? Like that would yeah. be right because, like, you see some some of the guys doing it, right? Like they're there. There's different levels of these these beginners or intermediate, right? Like yeah. and and kind of working at a broad strokes level, right? Like so, some guy just starting, like he's only he's only ever seen a twenty pounder once in his life. Like he's not going to yeah. be able to keep up with you, right? Yeah. So your workout plan online might not be for him, and he might get discouraged. Yeah. Where if you're doing something a bit more of a personal approach, yep. Then they can still be encouraged and say, Hey, you know what? I am making progress. Thanks. Yeah. And it's, and yeah, I just, I just value that connection quite a bit. And uh, it doesn't always work. You know, not everybody's looking for that connection. Some people, you know, they're actually looking for the opposite. They're like, Hey, I just want my workouts and, you know, kind of leave me alone. They're not saying that, but sure. that is what they're, they're looking for. They kind of yeah. internalize it and that's the way they do it. Um, and I respect that, but I, I do like the, that connection side of things. Um, yeah, as well as it, again, it allows me to focus and really get detailed with them. Sure. Um, you know, doing stuff, like you said, as things have grown, uh, it's transitioned quite a bit where initially I was training lots of people. Now I've pulled back quite a bit, uh, allows me to do things like this, allows me to do YouTube stuff, right. Instagram stuff. Um, and it allows me to pay a lot more attention and, and give a lot more detail to the, the people I do see. 
which is awesome. Again, it's not for everybody. And I get that. And I, I would never be offended if someone was like, no, that's not for me. I totally understand that. Sure. But for the people it is for, I want to try and give that the best product I can kind of deal. Oh, totally. totally. And you know what? Like it's, um, it's, it's good that you're able to, you know, focus on, on a more like intimate group of clientele, but also still do a bunch of other things and be able to do them all well, well right? Because it's, it's better to, it's better to whole ass one thing instead of half ass two things. Right. Yeah. So it's good that you're able to, yeah, to focus so well on, on your, your other, your variety of projects. Yes. Right. And again, I, I, I just want to double down on, on saying is I'm very blessed to have people um, who help me with these things. Oh, totally. You know, yeah. I, I'm not going to pretend that. Uh, Am I the only one that's been on this podcast that you've actually never met before? So I far. Think, yeah. Yeah. Cause you, cause you had Ryan and John and, yep. and um, last episode. Seth. Okay, Seth He's so, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've, you knew all these guys. Yes. Right? So, so I, I, John, I knew a little bit. Like a very little okay. bit. We've yeah. we've talked in the gym and stuff like that, but I knew him a, a very little bit. Yeah. Um, Seth, I actually when he was young, I knew him, okay. and then we didn't we didn't know each other for a very long time. Sure. And then by chance, him and another friend were they live together now. So then oh, cool. I reconnected with him. Yeah. So I knew him a little bit too. Ryan's definitely the one uh, I know the most. Yeah. Noah yeah. would be the uh, the second most, and then it kind of goes from there. But yeah, because I've uh, I've just only ever known of you and and yeah like i said yeah. like when i saw this podcast i was like man this is gonna be like an exciting opportunity to uh to potentially talk to these first time home buyers if they have any questions because that's gonna yeah. be a lot of your demographic too yes right? it's, it's gonna be a lot of people that are you know in our age group maybe a little bit younger maybe a little bit older but kind of around there and they might have questions and you know what just like ask ask yeah and that's that's kind of why i uh i wanted to get on here because you're saying you know i want to have interesting conversations with a variety of people and i thought mm -hmm. you know what a lot of these guys, I think, are his buddies. Yep. So, so what if he had someone he didn't really know on here? No, I love that, you have that, to man. kind of get to know me. Yeah, right? and I then love I get that. to get, get to know you because it's like, man, I get to know the guy behind the camera and stuff, and 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 see what you're like and and talking to you in person, right? So it's yeah, really, it's really nice. And that's that's the point too. Like I feel, uh, you know, as I did the YouTube content to say, hey, you know, this is who I am. I'm not just fitness. I'm not just a picture in yeah. a mirror because I think it looks good, um, or I think other people might think it's look looks good. You know, I do stupid stuff and I do this. And then as as this kind of popped up, I was like, hey, you know what? A lot of people, you know, you do real estate, mm -hmm. and sometimes people, you know, they 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 make these stories up in their head about this. Mm -hmm. Or for example, John's a, a police officer, so people have stories in their head good bad everything in between and that you perceive this person this way and that you almost remove the human factor totally so then you know even someone like you reaching out and being like hey you know this is kind of cool what's what's going on there and it's and for me i'm like i'm interested because i'm like hey this person sells real estate but this is an opportunity for me one to get there there on the other side of it that i've never been on sure. you're you're actually doing it uh so i'm interested right there mm -hmm. and two I think it allows an opportunity for the people that are listening yep. to say, Hey, this is a human being. Yep. Uh, when I reach out to this person, it's a person like anybody else. It doesn't have to be one. They're not trying to take, you're not trying to take money from people. No. Um, and two, um, you know, they have a personality that I might connect to. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. And it's, it does come down to personality because if, yeah. if I mean, and, and sometimes I, might get a little too casual like i was saying before i'm not like the the tight suit and bleached teeth type of guy right yeah. like i if i'm not um at a showing or if i'm just at the office yeah normally i'm just in some like 
nice jeans, maybe a bit of a jacket or um, or just like a nice pullover or something. Yeah. Right? Like something similar to what you're wearing right now. Yeah. I'll just be at the yeah. office wearing that, kind of slumming it a bit, right? And yeah. uh, I'm not saying you're... That's no, like don't a, worry, a man. Bum, but, you know, that, that's kind of what I mean, right? You know, yeah. People have this this image about real estate agents always wearing suits all the time, right? And so, um, of course, I go to showings, I'll wear a button-up like that mm -hmm. right but uh even on my on my online presence like i'm sharing stuff with family or i'm sharing stuff about like oh hey man here's the northern lights or here's like a cool rainbow that you know was uh was just um or here's here's like picture of my kids this is what they're up to right yeah. and, and here's here's a real estate meme or something like that right because yeah. people seem to are really funny so it's just kind of engage with people other than like this house for sale this for sale this for sale this for sale. yeah it's boring it takes away the human side well, and I hardly I hardly follow other realtors. Yeah, because it's all just like, oh, oh look, look what I just sold, and it's just like, look, okay, well, I I do the same thing, and I say, hey, this property sold, mm -hmm. but essentially just say people like, hey, I'm here, this is what I'm doing, I'm doing something, right? Yeah. But um, but when I when I see other realtors doing it, it's just like, yeah, man, like I if I'm not involved in the sale, dude, I don't I don't care, so I hardly follow these guys, right? Yeah. So I want to try to make it a little bit more more interesting because, um, that might be what people are thinking about you know, my online presence, right? Cause it's a, it's a form of advertising, right? Yeah. And kind of doing something different. So I wanted to, and I might not come across as this, but I'm kind of one of these, um, I'm actually a, somewhat of an introverted person. Okay. Right. And, and you might not get that. Cause I, when the first time I met you, we're talking pretty openly here, right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, go home after a long day of work after talking to people, you know, I need that battery recharge session, yes, right? Like yeah. You kind of got to go home and, and relax a little bit, but, um, got friends i got some pretty pretty close friends and i don't see him for a month cool we don't got to be hanging out all the time yeah like i don't feel different about you in january than i do in march yeah like if i don't see you between then it's fine yeah right and um and i'm I'm not sure are you are you kind of the same way are you kind of more of like an introvert person or are you an extrovert uh yeah depends on the the moment um yeah i tend to be I tend to be pretty introverted. I've definitely tried to get out of my comfort comfort zone a lot more mm -hmm. in the past uh, year or so um, because of trying to, I, I, I liked my alone time quite a bit. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. My wife will attest to that. She's like, what is this guy's deal? Why is he by himself so much? So is, um, is your wife an extrovert? Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cause it's, it's totally different. Cause for, so for my wife, she is yeah. just a very big introvert and yeah. She was shocked when I told her that I'm, you know, I'm actually kind of an introvert just because I'm, yeah. I always try to put myself out there, right? Yeah, so. it's, yeah, you, you, it's almost like sometimes, you know, you're, the business you're in, um, again, outweighs the, the discomfort. You're like, hey, you know what, I'm more interested in providing this per value or feeling this purpose than I am in pulling back. Yeah, yeah right, you know? I, I'm, I'm way more interested in, um, in not giving the bank my house than I am not picking up the phone and making a phone call. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's, yep. it's just something you just got to do. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I've definitely had to work on that quite a bit and, uh, get out of my own head a little bit, but it's, sure. it's getting better. Yeah. yeah. Where, where Nikki's, she's way more, she could be with people all day, every day. That's her thing. She loves them. She loves them. I like people, but not that much. Yeah. I like a few people a lot. Yep. And then, uh, I, I do like people once I can connect with them. But other than that, I'm like, you know, I'm not offering you anything. That's, that's no, sometimes the way, you know, yeah. it's like, I'm just not giving you anything. Why am I here? You know? Well, and you know what? Like it's, um, like you and I were talking pretty naturally and pretty fluidly and everything like that. Yeah. But 
We're not about to plan a trip to Banff or anything like yeah, that. Right? I mean, like it's, yeah. you, you can know a lot of people and you can like a lot of people, but you know what? There's a kind of your your group of people that you you lean into, and yes, that's really important. It's nice that you have a wife that's extroverted, so she's kind of just like you know pulling you by the collar. All right, All right let's, let's go, let's go yeah. for supper or something. You know, she what tries. I mean? like, yeah, she tries. Yeah, she tries. Yeah, that's why you're working out so she can't drag you around. Yeah, I, so, I just yeah. yeah, I try and uh, if I can fight back hard enough, then I don't have to go so much. Yeah. yeah but it's you're similar in that way like when you get home you're, you're kind of like hey i just need to take a deep breath recharge i got another day tomorrow i gotta meet this person gotta meet that person kind of thing yeah yeah like my my evenings get pretty like if if i'm out doing offers and stuff and let's say i'm out to like nine o'clock at night or that, yeah that drive that drive home is like it's the long yeah like a, a drive to winnipeg at 2 p.m would feel shorter than drive home from minute yeah 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 that's pretty cool like you got it seems like you've got uh kind of a decent amount going on and you've had these different experiences to get you to this point um even in your like getting into real estate you almost have your own real estate story before you got into real estate in terms of home buying yeah i don't think i don't think a whole lot of people have that experience and then outside of that too like like you said, you're into different things too. And then uh, on top of that, being introverted, but then coming to a spot like this mm-hmm. um, or being in real estate itself or the things you do, it's, it's, I don't know, it's pretty fascinating to, I don't know, just to, just to hear that kind of stuff for me is like, oh, you know, there's other people who are, you know, in the, in the world and, yep. and experiencing similar things. And I think for me, especially in this and, and doing a lot of stuff, being alone a lot of, a lot of times as you're building and you're you're trying to implement different things and making mistakes. Sometimes you again you get in your own head and you think, oh, I'm the only I'm the only one in this little space. Yeah, no, no you know, Every, everyone's everyone's failing every day, man. It's just uh, <laughs> you just don't get to see it, right? and they're not advertising. That's the thing with social media, right? Yeah, they're not. They're only showing you all the great things, right? So how was that? Uh, how was the social media side been for you? Uh, you know what i get um i get some people reaching out from social media and um actually um that's that's how your your brother-in-law reached out to me uh he needed help selling a home out in uh, carmen okay and um which uh uh, jesse okay cool cool so um he reached out to there and then i I was able to help him sell a house and uh, and we kind of started talking right and and I kind of knew him from high school a little bit. Like we, yep. we, I don't know if we really hung out, but we like knew of each other. Okay. And um, then outside of high school and kind of getting to know him now, um, not only as his realtor, but um, just kind of getting to know him as a bit of a friend and and, yep. and really nice guy. And I I enjoy yep. talking to Jesse, right? Oh, like that's cool. And and I I don't know if I would have would have said that in high school because we just didn't really know each other, hang out with all the same people. But yep. uh, but kind of knowing him as an adult, um, yep. yeah, he's. So you made that connection through it. Have you had any, uh, uh, there's, there's actually two things that my brain is bouncing back and forth on one in terms of, have you had any, um, pushback social media wise? Has there been any, you know, like people around you that have been like, Hey, what are you doing? Like, why, why are you saying this? Or why are you, why are you posting that in terms of, um, more so on the business side of things? Like, you know, has, has there been any of that or has it been pretty good that in that direction? I keep it pretty vanilla. Um, yeah. I, as, as far as, um, putting controversial, I'd really have a whole lot there. Um, my, um, my mentor, she told me when I had a, I had a logo for myself made right? mm-hmm. and she's just like, you know what? Um, it's, it's okay to have your own, like your own personal business and even your branding. 
yeah putting on your social media posts right like you know other people that work for same brokerage i work they're not going to share it because yeah. my name on it like why why would they share something that has my stuff on it we all work for the same place why do i get special yeah. attention right and i thought yeah you know what but like i see other guys do it right mm-hmm. and is it working out for them i don't know if it's working out for them i don't ask about those right but yeah um, it was something I wanted to try, and you know what? I was kind of looking back at it and kind of reflecting on it, and I thought, you know what? She's she's totally right. Like it's it's not that it looks unprofessional. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know, you all work. You need to provide like a united front. Yeah, you because, guys. Are... You know, it's I don't don't want to just shine shine the brightest on my own logo or yeah. have any kind of this vanity logo or anything. Um, I just want to be known for doing what I do well and do it honestly. And yeah as a team player i don't work work with people oh, yeah yeah totally totally yeah yeah that's a huge thing i think i think yeah it's easy to to find that all of a sudden you're you're doing this thing or that thing and then you're almost turning people away that can help you with things that yeah. you don't even you wouldn't even think of you're like hey well, i'm just doing my best here and yeah i was i was just trying to do my best and 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 think how, how can, can i help, help my business, business yeah right? and not realizing that okay well it's not necessarily just not just helping my business or, or not helping it at all. Yeah. But also, also like, is it potentially like hurting the cooperation I'm going to get from other people? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people know my name. It's on the social media handle. Like, I don't yeah. need to throw it on everything I post online. Like, give me a break. Right. Yeah. So, and, and you might see, if you go through my stuff later, you might see that, but uh, like the, like the logo and then it had changed and then I just don't do it at all now. Oh, cool. So, so um, I feel like that's part of it though. Like you're gonna learn how to do. Yeah. You, right. you learn. I, I know my first, uh, first logo, not everybody was a huge fan of, I didn't even realize it when I made it, but the business name fuel United. Yeah. F-U, and, yeah, 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 the, yeah the first yeah. two letters, not everybody was a huge fan, but at the time I didn't even think twice, you know, there's, there's bigger stresses on the table of starting a business that it didn't even really cross my mind until a couple friends had made some jokes. I was like, Oh shoot. Yeah. Uh, but again, similar. It was like, Oh shoot. Okay. Now I know now I'll, I'll make an adjustment, see how that goes. And, uh, the, the other thing I was going to touch on in terms of real estate, and I'm, I'm curious if you experienced this too. I, I kind of briefly mentioned kind of like building, you know, a bit of culture relationships, that kind of stuff. Um, in the fitness world, the, the one thing I've noticed quite a bit, and I, I, I like your opinion on this is there's a lot of trainers who do the same thing I do, but if, if I can create you know, there's a lot of good trainers out there. I like to consider myself a good trainer. Maybe clients can speak on that more than yeah, I can. Yeah, their opinion um, matters more. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, something that I've noticed is sometimes people want to support a certain person. And, and my job is to say, to connect with them in a way where they're like, hey, you know what? I can get this service over there. It's the, maybe, maybe it's an identical service. But there's something he's he's done over here or provides that i connect to yep. outside of this service so i'm I'm gonna go over there do you yep. find that that in terms and i even the, the like the logan paul thing for example to, to full go full circle there's probably some people who will buy prime not even because they need an energy drink yep. or a, a hydration drink none yep. of that they're just like hey there's something good or bad about him that i connect to so i'm gonna buy i'm right. gonna buy his instead of gatorades because i can't connect to any yep. and i don't know anybody at gatorade but I know him and mm-hmm. I, I liked what he said on this thing. Yep. Um, do you ever find that in your, your industry or are you finding that in your industry that there's certain people who will hire you or maybe you want them to hire you because they connect to a certain piece of what you have to offer something like this, maybe even. 
Um, that was long-winded. Holy <laughs> smoke! Sorry, man. Yeah, yeah no. So, so I'm so I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the question a little bit here, but um, yeah, yeah, you know what? So I've I've not been hired, not because it's something I didn't do, mm-hmm. but it's about what someone did before I did it. Mm-hmm. So if you have guys in in the industry have been working for fifteen to twenty years, right? Yeah. They've been they've been established and they've been doing the right things and they've shown the proven results, right? Yeah. Well, here I'm I'm a young guy. I mean, I can know my stuff, yeah, right? right? And I can do a good job. I'll say I'll work harder for my clients than any other realtor is going to hire, right? Yeah. But you know what? Um, hardest working guy and the most knowledgeable guy always going to lose out to the most popular guy. Yeah. So you need to find a bit of a diff or a bit of a. Well, just look at look at any like the. You know your presence in the United States, right? It's a bunch, bunch, bunch of popular, popular old guys, right? Yeah. So they may, might not be the best guys, right? So, um, you have to kind of mix it, right? So, get to know your stuff, lay a good foundation, do all the right yep. things right, and then if you're doing all the right things right, then the rest of it will take care of itself, and it might not be instant success. Yeah. Um. But but you'll become a guy. Yeah, right? it'll be sustainable, probably. Hey. Oh, like you, totally. Yeah. You, Cause it's not a flash in the pan of boom, bang, boom, here I am. Yeah. It's, it's maybe some boom and bang, but when they dig a, a step deeper, it's, Oh, okay. I can, there's a foundation here. Mm-hmm. He's, he's giving me the, I connect with this, but also he, he does know what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so it's, it's just like your, your fitness stuff. I mean, you have fuel United, you have a, you have a spot here. You're getting established. Yep. If you were a guy in your gym, or, or sorry, if you're just a guy in your garage, yeah, you you need to add a little bit of validity to what you're doing, yeah, and that just comes with experience and and growth, right? Mm-hmm. And lots awesome. of people might know you, and lots of people might really like you, but you also got to know your stuff too, yeah. Because <laughs> if you're telling me that man, Travis, you want to get better workouts, just chug a gallon of coffee, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yep, heard that one, dude. It yeah. doesn't work, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, the foundation is an important part. But um, like going back to what my mentor told me one time too, she's like, you know what? Don't worry about what other people are doing. Just do mm-hmm. what you're doing, right? Yeah. Because all these people, it's going to affect what you do too, right? Like someone takes a client from you, it's going to affect what you do. But you don't really have control over what this person's going to do. You didn't. You can't grab them by the arm and tell them to come. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. And and usually, at least in my experience, that's usually turned out to be bad when you you compensate to to adjust to something rather yeah. than just delivering um what you know is right or what your learning is right or totally. what you think is is going to add value to the the people you're trying to serve all of a sudden you switch those things and then you lose you almost lose out on both because that person who yeah. wasn't going to come to you to begin with now comes to you and realizes oh he's not really about what he is what he was oh shoot okay this isn't what i wanted and then well, the, the other so, person loses out on what they did want from you so so it ties into sales then right because because yeah. salesmen salesmen can get this thing called commission breath where it's like i gotta get this sale done and you're just i gotta yeah. get this client working with me right like it's yeah it's all it's all these things where it's um you, you can go into the psychology of like reverse selling it's just like well why should i sell a host to you Mm-hmm. Right? If you want to be that guy, I mean, I I don't personally believe in being that guy. Yeah. But um. But but, but it's, it's okay, okay to just not. You can be eager, but don't be desperate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because 
you still like at the end of the day you're still providing a service and everyone knows like you gotta get paid man yeah like you're not you're not just doing it you're not just doing it for free right because like you you do something else like i said mm-hmm. i'd be going fishing right if i didn't have to make money but eventually you know fishing can be an expensive hobby right but, yeah um you're you're gonna end up in a canoe with uh maybe a short string by the end of <laughs> yeah, it all. exactly yeah, short yeah, line so you stop fishing yeah yeah no. um yeah yeah it's um just 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 eagerness but not but don't, yeah but just don't don't, be don't get desperate yeah and that's that's what i would tell like new new realtors too right it's just like like work work, work as, as hard as you can and and be honest with how hard you're working and yeah. if you don't see the results then were you doing everything right yeah you know and if you were doing everything right and you're not seeing the results well just give it time you laid a foundation and and it's and it's good yeah and one one thing that sticks with me on, on that topic is um uh, i forget where i heard it too uh it was um how does this how does this help how does this hurt and then if it hurts don't do it if it helps okay that's probably the right direction like is is this hurting is this helping go forward it's kind of like one of those things like as cheesy as it sounds do the right thing do 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 what your heart or what your gut tells you is the right thing i think most people are raised in a way that they know right and wrong yeah you know and it's like when you get in those moments of desperation it's like am i doing the right thing am i just trying to grab this this money from this person totally or is the right thing to be like hey you know what maybe this isn't isn't the right time for this person i'm gonna i'm gonna give them some space i'm here if they need i got info if they need it yeah oh totally and and i've i've talked to people out of buying homes right which Mm -hmm. sounds totally Totally counterproductive but it's like you know what guys i I don't have a good feeling about this house yeah and they probably trust you for that well Well, i i I hope so so. i mean if they really really like like the house house. and they still want to write an offer i'll tell them you know what you can you can write the offer and i will write an offer but you you need to be aware of all these things. I just don't have a good feeling about it. Yeah. But ultimately it's your decision and you do what you want to do. And that way leaves it in their court. And yeah. I've honestly told them. So if all of a sudden, like on possession day, they put their key in the lock and then the whole house just kind of falls down. It's not going to be an, I told you so moment. It's just going to be like a, a you know, I mentioned that. Well, kind yeah. of, I told, well, told you so is kind of cocky. It's uh, it's a, uh, you know, I, I, I did, I did warn you type of thing, right? So. Yeah. Like you can, uh, in the same breath, it's like, Hey, you can, I know in this moment didn't work out, <laughs> but at least, you know, Hey, it didn't work out, but you can trust me. I'm, I'm going to tell you if I, if I honestly think it doesn't work, it isn't going to work yeah, out. Yeah, totally. Because like at the end of like, you still need to, integrity. Still to sleep at night, right? It's integrity. Uh-huh. It's, it's doing the right thing when no one's looking. Right. Yeah. And, and even against self-preservation. Yeah. Right? And, um, yeah, just like, like you said, doing the right thing, even though it sounds, it might sound cheesy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the best rules you can live. That's cool, man. That's cool. Um, one thing I, I try to, uh, try to make sure we do cover. I know I touched on this earlier, kind of as we're, we're creeping up on some time. Um, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, uh, we've been having a good conversation. Oh my goodness. We're already at 30. Yeah. We've been yeah. an hour 40, which is, is oh, awesome. I love it. That's the one thing I love about this is like, just go, go as long as you go as the conversation flows. Yeah. I apologize to your wife for all the editing you're going to have to do. This thing. <laughs> no, no, it so, won't be bad, yeah, man. Don't okay, worry. Cool. Yeah. Um, but one thing I, I do may, want to touch on is sure. something that you have that, you know, whether in the future, you know, maybe this is a little bit more, uh, short-term future than the 20 year i kind of gave you mm-hmm. before but kind of what you got going on in the future that you're excited about 
or you feel like other people can get excited about um you got you got something in the the short term wow whether real estate uh... life what do you got going on man summer oh my goodness yeah how how short term are we talking you know what um I am really looking forward. So my my parents they want a cabin. I'm really looking forward to going up there May long. Heck yeah! That's that's, that's always a gamble, yeah. right? Like if it's going to be nice out. But you know what? Um, really looking forward to that. That's pretty short term. Um, other thing, and it, it's one of those those hobbies awesome. I want to get into. But I'm going to talk about it because I'm going to do it. And if I have how many people are going to see this? Hey, but, everybody. Um, yeah. Travis is just about to tell us his hobby. So if you've made it this far in the podcast, which I'm sure all of you have, um, you got to you got to head over week. to his, his social media, which we're going to touch on at the end here. But you got to head over to I'm just going to tell him to head over to your real estate social media. There we go. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> and, the plug I was looking for. And make him, uh, make him hold this up. What is it, man? What's your what are you taking on or want to take on? I want to um, build potentially, um, but maybe buy. But um, build, build a, a chicken chick- coop. That's what I oh, want. Oh heck to. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I want to have a couple laying hens. I want to have a couple ones for for meat. Yep. And um, not because I don't press the grocery store or something, but just something that's didn't get a chance to do when I was little. Heck yeah, man. and it'd be it'd be kind of really cool to have something like that going on. So, that's sweet, man. I love that. That's, so that that can be short term or that could be a long term goal, but that's we'll call it medium, because I can do it whenever I want. But yeah, so when am I gonna have time? So it's uh yeah, that's that's what I want to do. And I love that. That's so cool. Even longer term, potentially goats. Yeah, and maybe a donkey. Get the farm going. Well, you know what? The reason I say donkey though, they won't kill your chickens. But they will kick the crap out of a coyote. Yeah, I've heard that. That is just that is so cool. And you know what? You don't have to feed them any meat. They'll just they'll just eat all your grass and hay and whatever. Yeah. Like that's and your kids have something to keep them busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope it's yeah. I hope the the donkey differentiates between kids and coyotes. But yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, at least at least the chickens, right? Like they can go collect eggs and they yeah. can, um, well. We'll leave. We'll leave turning them into soup to dad, but they can collect the eggs for yeah. sure, and and uh, maybe get some goats for like milk or something. But yeah, that's that's cool. Got a little homestead going on. I have a country property, so oh, really? I, uh, yeah, yeah, I got like six acres. So oh, you got to then get a you little get a little thing going on there, and uh, and that is what I want to do in the medium to long term, short term. Depends on how motivated I am. But that's awesome. Now man. that I've said it to all your followers, now yeah. they're gonna actually me on it and here's here's a little test if someone's actually made it this far in our like six hour conversation we've had today yeah um comment a chicken under my most recent video and i'll know that you've made it that far. <laughs> there you go there yeah, now funny. we know we have any guys yeah. yeah we have some yeah awesome man uh so where where can I direct people to to find you? Either uh, let's I mean if you have if you want them to go to your personal stuff or you want to kind of just shout out your real estate stuff. Where can people reach yeah, out so to you? They, they can just find me on on Instagram. Um, it's it's Travis D Penner. So Travis and middle initial and then Penner. Um, I'm on there. I'm somewhat active. Um, or respond to questions and everything on there. Give it a follow if you like, and if you don't like, then I mean I won't. If Enix, I won't even know you were there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. 
Awesome. And and is your real estate stuff on there as well? Yeah, yeah. I'll post I'll post when I get new listings or when something okay. sells or something, and I'll Sweet. I'll post uh, buyers tips quite okay. often just to let people know that uh, this kind of how it works and and Sweet. and so they can just have confidence moving forward and they can be a little bit educated before they go into looking at a home because. Yep. Like when I've been showing homes or even writing offers for a couple of these, these kids, right? Yeah. And um, we're writing an offer and I start asking questions and it's just like we've seen a ghost, man. They have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. So then I realize, okay, now we got to slow down and back it up a bit and we got to make sure you understand what you're signing because yeah. it's, it's, it's a pretty serious commitment. That's sweet. That's, I'm sure there's a lot of people who could, could benefit from that. I mean, I'm sure I could benefit from stuff like that too um because i'm i got lots to learn still in in other places yeah you know that that's good that you can admit that because not <laughs> everyone can dude yeah no, so there's, i'm every day every day i'm reminded um yeah man i appreciate you being yeah, on no, here thanks, thanks for, for inviting me to your your well i asked to be here but thanks for letting me be here for Heck your yeah. podcast and uh, i love it thanks for sharing your african chairs with me yeah yeah thanks it's for sweet. sharing your african chairs this is really cool yeah so what is this leather made out of can you do you know oh i don't know i do know that uh and maybe i shouldn't say this on the podcast it's it's, is it unethical this is not made out of i don't think this is anything unethical but i do have a zebra for at home a zebra skin or pelt i should say and uh the and these are all legal just in case anybody wants to come (laughs) hunt us down yeah but we do have some elephant tusks at home as well oh boy but they are they are legal elephant tusks oh, yeah. just... did, did, did you run that by john when you had him on the podcast or... and, no i don't bring stuff like that up <laughs> no, with john no, yeah is this illegal if i do this yeah. yeah 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 man i appreciate you being on here um one thing i do want to uh yeah. touch on i'm i'm gonna close kind of close it out yeah. full circle i mean if, if some people have asked kind of with the podcast travis we we talked in the past he reached out to be on here i encourage people if you feel like a, you know you're a fairly interesting person and stuff like that and you have something to offer and um even if it's just good stories and good conversation feel free to reach out to me um uh, i love to hear about different people and i think people just in conversation with different people undervalue the stories they do have they they kind of cut themselves shorter than what they are um i've met so many people with such cool stories just um out and about either through training or other experiences where i'm like man if, if other people heard this they would be extremely interested in mm-hmm. yourself i mean you heard john's story um the feedback on that one was crazy i mean seth's story ryan's story noah's story uh, it's crazy how many people have so much to offer in yep. their stories and i encourage people if you think you're half interesting feel free to reach out because i'd love to sit down and talk to you i love doing this i, yeah. I, I love having this conversation of, it was a lot of fun you know like, yeah. like i was saying earlier i've never met you i kind of knew of you right yeah. but yeah, it's it's really good to know you, and um, you've been very welcoming, and the conversation was pretty, pretty fluid, pretty easy going, and yeah, and yeah, like I'd say, I encourage people, man, if you would just want to come on and just talk, get yourself out of your comfort zone. This is like the easiest thing. Like you let me bring in a coffee, and all we're doing is just talking about me, yeah. and it's like great. It's awesome, and uh, yeah, guys, go check out Travis's page. Um, I'll link his Instagram in the description below as well. So if you guys want to go, just click that. You can go right to his Instagram. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode of uh, What the Pell. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks, man. That was awesome.